for joining us for our word of the day. This morning as we're continuing through the scriptures, we're going to look at 2 Samuel chapter number 18. And as we discussed yesterday, in the life of the nation of Israel, David is king, but Absalom, his son, who killed his half-brother because that half-brother raped his half-sister, has been in exile, and David has allowed him to return, and now he's come back to Jerusalem. He's actually been allowed back in the king's presence. But the entire time, he's been plotting and planning to overthrow King David. He's been sitting in front of the the city gate or the, the gate where people would come to to get an audience with the king. And when people would come out from the king and they weren't happy with David's decision, Absalom would kind of, you know, be like, oh, well, I agree with you. I'd side on your, your, on your case. And so he, he basically turned the heart of the people against David. And eventually he gets enough people that he thinks he has the power and the size army needed to overthrow his father, to kill his father and claim the throne. So he attacks Jerusalem and David flees from the rebellion, flees from Absalom and hides down by the Jordan River. But while he's there, there's a battle going on in Jerusalem, basically for the future of Jerusalem, for the future of Israel. Who's gonna be king? Is it gonna be David, God's anointed? Or is it going to be Absalom, this son of the king who has started a rebellion against David to claim the throne for himself. And through the battle, Absalom is is riding his horse and he gets his hair caught up in a tree. Now, Absalom had very long hair and he was very proud of his hair. He would weigh it every year and it was just these long, flowing, beautiful locks. And they get caught up in a tree, his horse keeps walking and now Absalom is hanging from a tree by his hair, completely helpless. And look what happens in chapter 18. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Absalom while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. So Joab, David's head general, he comes upon Absalom and he sees him hanging in a tree and he kills him. He takes the life of this young man who had risen up against the king. And there's nothing wrong against Joab. Joab did what he was supposed to do. He was the king's general. He was to protect the throne. And he's just getting rid of a rebellion. Now, the rebel happens to be the king's son. And this doesn't really bode well for Joab and David's relationship. As a matter of fact, later on in the story, Joab starts leading a rebellion because of his relationship with David and because David was so upset with Absalom. But the point I want to look at is what brought Absalom to this point where he's helpless and hopeless and completely unprotected and hanging in a tree. And what got him here was his pride. He thought he knew better than David. And David is God's anointed. David is the man that God has handpicked to be the king over the nation of Israel. Is David perfect? No, of course not. David's made mistakes, David's had sin, but David is the man God wants there because David is a man after God's own heart. Even though he sinned, he's confessed his sin, he's repented of it, and he's on a good relationship with God. Him and God's fellowship is strong. And so Absalom, in essence, thinks he knows better than God. 
He thinks he would be a better leader of Israel than the man God has said should be the leader of Israel. And pride always leads to destruction. You know, the book of Proverbs tells us that pride always comes before a fall. We, as God's children, need to watch our pride. We don't need to think that we're better than anyone else because we're not. Well, you know, a lot of times we, we look down on people who are in uh, difficult situations. Maybe they're dealing with drug addiction or mental illness, and that's caused their life to take a, a drastic turn. And, you know, we look at them like, oh, well, they're addicted to drugs, or they're into this sin or that sin, and we look down on them. And the thing we have to remember is we are just one or two bad decisions from being exactly where they are. We are no better than anyone. We have a better Father. We have a better Savior. We have a better eternity. And it's our responsibility to share that with them so they can have the same Father, they can have the same eternity, and they can get the help and the hope they need to restore their life. But we can't look at people and say, oh, well, I, I would never. Don't ever say you would never do something. Because given the right circumstances, given the right temptation, we have no idea what we would do. Pride will always lead to a fall. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So our job as God's children is to thank God daily. Say, God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit to convict me when I'm wrong. And God, point out problem areas in my life, point out things in my life that could lead me to a situation where I'm like Absalom where I'm hanging in a tree figuratively, I'm helpless, I'm hopeless, because I have thought I was better than someone else, or I thought I knew better than you. Pride is the root of all sin. Pride will destroy you. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to join us back here Monday as we continue through the Bible. Hope everyone has a great weekend this weekend on Sunday worshiping God the Father with your church family. I know, you know, people, some people are still not able to get back in church, but if you can, I encourage you, go to your local church, go to your house of the Lord with your church family and worship God and praise God and fellowship with God's people. Internet church is great when we needed it, but we don't need it anymore. Go to God's house, worship with God's people, and have a blessed day.